Before we get started, I want to tell you about my friends at Lean Solutions Group. Lean works with over 500 logistics and transportation companies in North America. You can describe Lean as a nearshoring company or a workforce optimization company, but as a customer, I describe Lean as a strategic partner who can help me win in a very competitive industry. They can quickly provide your company with top talent in operations, sales, marketing, technology, and business process outsourcing. They have over 9,000 employees in Colombia, Guatemala, Mexico, and the Philippines. Everyone is working with LSG. You need to. Check out the link in the show notes. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Logistics of Logistics podcast. My name is Joe Lynch. Thank you so much for joining us today. On the Logistics of Logistics, I talk to experts in logistics and transportation, warehousing, fulfillment, supply chain, and of course, technology. And during these interviews, I'm always the one asking the dumb questions. I ask the dumb questions so you don't have to. Today's topic is driving the mission with my friend, Greg Morin. Greg is the co-founder and president of Brown Dog Carriers and Logistics. Greg and I talk about Brown Dog, and also we talk about one of the best causes in the transportation business, and that is Wreaths Across America. Wreaths Across America is looking for volunteers. To learn more, check out my conversation with Greg Morin. How's it going, Greg? Good. How are you doing today? Doing great. Greg, please introduce yourself and your company and where you're calling from today. So my name is Greg Morin. I am the president and co-founder of Brown Dog Carriers based in Biddeford, Maine. Very nice. Now, what does Brown Dog specialize in? We do a lot of fleet supplementing. We help private fleets get their groceries to the stores or dairies get milk to the get milk to their stores, just depending on who needs what. So we do a lot of that and mostly food grade stuff. Yep. And I asked you before we hit record. So you do some cold chain stuff, but you also got dry vans. And when you say Northeast, that is Maine, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Rhode Island. And so you see you supplement private fleets like that would be like for a food chain, like a Kroger or something? Yeah, exactly. Same thing up here. It's We got a couple of different grocery chains that we help out. It's helping those guys out, get their freight. They don't have enough drivers. We have extra drivers. So it's helping each other out. Yeah, because those are huge fleets and they have fluctuation in their needs and they have fluctuation in their employment. And so they need a guy like you to come plug in who they can count on. And I imagine you work with the same guys year after year. So after a while, if they get to know you and your capabilities, they can trust you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Our Most of our co- companies that we work for have been with us for seven years or so, six or seven years. It's been a long, as long as the company's been around sort of relationships. It's funny. I was at a conference uh, recently and everyone was talking about double brokering and freight fraud. And I know it can happen to the best companies, but it doesn't happen when you've been working with the same guy for seven years. (laughs) Absolutely. I don't use any brokers and I am trying to keep my business model just that. Uh, I'm not even against brokers, but I, I think the transactional nature that we sometimes find ourselves in, and again, not judging here, but when you say, I don't know that guy. Oh, they don't have a website. Their website's uh, based in some foreign country I don't recognize. And the guy won't talk to me on the phone. He only texts me. Oh, okay, don't be surprised if that's a ripoff, especially if he's $80 cheaper than everybody else. So I feel like relationships is what moves this freight, not just trucks, relationships. So I, lo- I, I love when somebody says they have long-term relationships. Yeah, that's what it is, relationships. We, I'm the co-owner of the company. And the president, I'm face-to-face with the customers daily, and I'm on their emails, and that's just how it goes around here. 
Yep. Today's topic is driving the mission. In addition to Brown Dog, you are also involved with wreaths across America. By the way, I have a hard time saying wreaths. It's wreaths you put on your front door. Wreaths across America. So tell us a little bit about what is Wreaths Across America. Wreaths Across America is an organization that places man-made veterans wreaths on American veteran grave sites throughout the country and our territories and some overseas stuff. Very busy organization. They do a lot more than that too in the background, but that is the main mission is to remember our veterans, honor and teach. Yep. And when you say wreaths, it's not a few wreaths on a few grave sites. It is over 3 million wreaths delivered and it's more or less done in a day or two. No, it's a few weeks to a month. It, depending on where the wreaths are going, they're traveling from Columbia Falls, Maine, which is up along the coast, quite a ways up there. So they got to make it from there to Hawaii, to Alaska. Okay. Okay. So I, I know there's one day that is a big day, and I, I thought I was trying to move everything around that day, but it, it's all supply chains. It's a lot longer than you think. No, absolutely. Yeah. It's there. There's a lot going on for at least a month of moving Reese from A to B. Obviously, the whole Last two weeks are the busiest, the closest you get to wreath day. So what is wreath day? The, this year it is December 16th, and that's when all of the wreaths across the country will be placed on veterans' graves. This year we have roughly 4,100 locations, including Arlington. I have five locations right here in Biddeford that I oversee, and they're, they're everywhere. So if you go online and you want to see if there's a location near you, you can search for locations right at reesacrossamerica.org. Yeah, we'll put a link in the show notes. And by the way, I interviewed Courtney from Race Across America over the summer, and we called that one Moving the Mission. I'll make sure I put that in the show notes, and I'll also make sure I put a link to Race Across America in the show notes. And we just, before we hit record, Courtney was joining us. She said she still has some needs. So if you're a trucking company and you can help, they are looking for volunteers. And why don't you explain how that process works? It's a very easy process. You can email Courtney at trucking at reesacrossamerica.org. She'd be happy to talk to you, even if it doesn't work out for this year, if it's something you can do next year. Courtney and Sarah and the whole crew is always looking for more carriers because every year the organization grows, so that need of trucking grows. This year we'll move roughly, six, I think she said 675 truckloads of Reese. So that's a whole lot of tractor trailer loads of Reese. I always say the more the merrier. So if you can only do one load and it's short, everything's, every, everyone plays a part. That's my favorite saying of Reese Across America. Everyone plays a part. So no matter what you can do, how big or how little, it all counts. And uh, we're happy to have that support. Yep. And then, they, by the way, when you're doing that, you're volunteering. If you're a trucking company, you say, hey, we would like to help. You are volunteering. You're paying for the driver and the gas and the miles and all that. But- they get some benefit of that. So talk about the benefits of being involved in Reese Across America. So the benefit for me is I'm not a veteran. I've loved the mission since it started back in 2007 when Reese Across America became Reese Across America. I always wanted to be involved in it. And I didn't get my start until 2017 where I started my own company. And for me, my reasoning is my grandparents, World War II survivors. Um, I have three of them that were there. And great-grandfather and two grandfathers that were at two in Europe and one in the Pacific. So I do it for them. My grandfather on my dad's side passed away a couple of years ago, and I had been buying him a veteran's wreath, Patriot Pair, they call it, 
And I've been buying him one for years before he passed. And I said, oh, I'm going to go put it on his grave. And when he passed, and I ended up with five cemeteries in the town I am in because I, I just couldn't see myself doing one. So I did. We, we made an effort throughout the town to raise the sponsorships to buy enough wreaths for our town. That's part of my reasoning. I have, I really enjoy my freedom and I know who to thank for it. And it is all veterans, whether we even obviously active military now and everyone before. So I'm appreciative of my freedoms and this is why I do what I do. Yep. Yep. It's uh, I, I say it all the time is it's home of the free because of the brave. And I am also not a veteran, but I respect all the people who have fought for uh, my freedoms and fought for this country. And not only this country, but fought for other countries. So proud to help support this very wonderful cause. I think before we hit record, we were talking about this. 25% of truck drivers approximately are veterans. And so they, a lot of trucking companies will let their drivers do this and they'll pay the freight there's different scenarios where some will do it on their own time. Some will get paid, I suspect, but it is, it is a wonderful benefit to these guys who might, they might be a veteran, but they might just be like you and I and say, I respect this mission and I want to be a part of it. And I feel good that my employer participates. Absolutely. And I've got, so I have a Vietnam veteran Marine. His name is Jim and he's going to go up and be a part of the main leg of the convoy. He's going to take my spot because I'm pretty busy, but he's going to do that. And he's very excited. He's a veteran and he loves Reese Across America. He's been by my side since I've opened the company, helping me out. And he's been a major part of helping me with Reese and everything we do and uh, hauling loads on his own time, doing all kinds of stuff. And then he'll also be joining me in Arlington. He'll be flying down for that. But my other driver bringing the load from Arlington, headquarters down to Arlington. He is also a Marine veteran who served in Afghanistan and Iraq, and he's really looking forward to it. And it's nice to be able to offer your drivers these sorts of events. So it makes them feel like they're involved in the greater good. And that's how we phrase it. It's an honor to haul a load of Reese. It's probably the biggest honor you'll have as far as I see it. Being a civilian. Yep. Yeah. And, and to give it to a veteran that it's it's a neat thing on the ownership's part. When I get to call somebody, call somebody in the office and say, "Hey, would you like to haul a load of Reese?" and to see them light up, it makes it worth all the efforts we put into it all year long. And knowing that you've touched somebody on that end, and there's all kinds of other ends too that you're helping people. I've got with just my locations. I've got people calling me all the time, and I call my memes. Their husbands have passed away years ago, and they still want to make sure there's a wreath wreath on their husband's stone. I have a whole list of them and I make sure personally that those wreaths are laid on those stones here in our local area because, you know, I'm going to make sure that when they drive to the cemetery, they, they can, they'll know somebody was there to pay their respects. Yep. And I know you're on the front line of this, so uh, I'll ask you about it. But from what I understand, for a long time, we heard people say, there's a real truck driver shortage and that. Now I'm hearing people, there's a little nuance that we trained more than enough truck drivers. We're losing them to other industries. They are trained, and you probably know this better than I, a lot of truck drivers have other skill sets. They're hard workers. To do that job, you are a hard worker. And they find themselves in the trades, and they a lot of them have skills, and they just move on. Somebody was on my podcast recently talking about how to retain drivers, how to 
recruit drivers and they said, you want to tell a story and it, it has got to be real about your company that it, that attracts them to you. So if they can say, you know what, I'm a round dog carriers and logistics because they care about veterans and I care about veterans. And I'm sure you got some other causes. There's a bond there that's beyond the dollars and cents. Obviously, you got to give them good lanes. Obviously, you got to pay them. But we're losing people, not just because it's a ridiculously hard job that doesn't get paid enough sometimes, but lack of meaning. And this, if there's nothing more meaningful than, as you said, the greater good, and that's what Race Across America is delivering. And by the way, not just them delivering, it's companies like yours that participate. Because again, without the trucking community, this doesn't happen. Yeah, it's an industry as a whole. No no one company can do all of it. So you need the guys like Walmart, J.B. Hunt, and then all the owner-operators that are in there and the brown dogs. And it takes all of us to move this. So when it comes to Reese Across America, we all have a single mission, and that's to deliver the sacred load of those wreaths going to whichever cemetery it is, whether it's St. Joseph Cemetery in my backyard or Arlington, they're all just as important. Every location is as important as the next. So you're delivering a truckload of respect and every driver that hauls one of these loads is very well aware of that. And the industry is well aware of that. And um, whether you're the big guy, the little guy, or the guy in between, Everybody's needed and everyone is really appreciated. And Roots Across America goes out of their way to show their appreciation to the drivers when they're up there getting loaded. Um, there's concerts, there's food. Um, Tyson Foods does you know all the cooking for them. It's a great setup and Reese works really hard to make sure everybody's taken care of. Now, are there lanes all across the U.S. That, or the, does everyone have to pick up up in uh, the Northeast? There's different hubs. I believe there's seven different hubs across the country. Courtney would be able to better explain all that. I know that we, we haul some out to the Midwest, a lot go out to Phoenix area as a hub. So there's a lot of different moving parts and those moving parts move a lot. They got a lane for you. Yeah, definitely call Courtney <laughs> on that. But there's opportunity for anyone that wants to get involved. I can almost guarantee there's opportunity for you to get involved. Yeah, and I'll tell you, we've all seen the horrible war in Europe, and now we're seeing it in the Middle East. And I, once in a while, I've talked to friends about it. We're all, nobody has that, it's some great answer for any of this. But one of the things that just makes me thankful that I was born here, just dumb luck that I'm one of the 4% of the planet that was born without want. And there's plenty of other countries that are the same, but I'm thankful that I was born in this place. And uh, I feel like it doesn't hurt to, have to get back a little bit here. So this is a great cause. And I, I would hesitate. I'm sure there's lots of good causes. This is arguably the best cause in logistics and transportation. Yeah, it is. It is right up there. I don't know of any other organizations that ties in an industry so much as Reese Cross America does with the trucking industry. I love our industry. I love the trucking industry. I'm involved in different organizations inside of the industry. And Race Across America is on everybody's tongue. Everybody in the industry knows about Race Across America and how it, and it brings us all together, really. It, it helps tie companies together, companies helping companies out. And that's what makes the trucking industry such a part of what makes the trucking industry a great industry is what we do to move the mission of Race Across America and, and many other organizations. But Reese is obviously the big one for me. Yeah. And yeah, there's so it's 
good for the companies who are doing it because it and it also it's great for the drivers. It's a great way to bond your drivers to your company when they see you care about veteran issues enough. If they're coming to your company, then they care about veteran issues. And I think again, these are the things that the intangibles. We've all worked somewhere where you go, you know what? It doesn't pay the best. It's hard work, but my boss or the company or whatever. I'm bonded there for reasons beyond the paycheck, beyond the day-to-day. And some of my hardest jobs, some of my harder bosses to work for were places that I love. (laughs) So anyway, what I'll do is I'll put a link to Reese Across America. We'll get whatever links and we'll put those in the show notes. And they are still looking for help. There's a lot of help needed to move this stuff across the country and not just across the country, across the world. They need help. And again, this is a a trucker-centric organization. They understand our business because they're from our business. Absolutely. They definitely work hard to know it, and they do a great job. Yep. So let's switch gears. Let's talk a little bit about brown dog carriers and logistics. By the way, I went to your website, and you're the only website I've ever been to that has a chief canine officer. And I'm assuming that was the original brown dog. So please explain. Yeah, I've been a company driver for 20 years before uh, we started Brown Dog. And I knew at my last job, I knew I wasn't going to be there forever. I knew I was going to start my own. I just didn't know how. So I had been going to trade shows and learning the industry for a few years, quite a few years, over 20 years, really, and just making a plan. Now, this plan might have been real hot and heavy year one and then slacked off year two, but it was a constant plan and always being tweaked and whatnot. I thought I had a name for it 10 years ago, but when it came to seven years ago, when I had met my business partner, Daryl, he's like, all right, we're going to incorporate here in the next few days. So we need a name. And I just, I I kept bouncing names around. I said, ah, that's too generic. I needed something different. I wanted something we could market easy, um, something that people would remember. And I was just sitting on the couch and my dog walked by and sat on my foot and I said, Hey, Brown Dog. And it was all of a sudden the light went on. I was like, that's the name of my company, Brown Dog. So that's how it started. She quickly became the poster child. Quite literally, I have a poster of her sitting in uh, our front office. Just What's the dog's people. name? Her name was Lily. Yeah. And you told me that unfortunately the chief canine officer passed away, but you have a successor that you're working on right now. Yeah. Yeah. She, we do have her successor. She's a white dogs, but Lily at the end, she was getting white. Hey, it, it forever will be brown dog and Lily will be the boss, but she can have the successor and uh, Aspen, her, her counterpart. She'll do just fine. Yep. So you, when did you start the company? 2017, July 11th. And I had met my tie into Reese with that is I had met Rob Worcester and the family at the Mid-America Truck Show in March of that year. And I said, my first phone call will be to you when I get my operating authority. Don't know when that'll be, but when I get it, I'll call you. So that day on July 11th of 2017, I called Rob Worcester. He was my second phone call. It wasn't quite my first, but... He's with Reese Cross America. He's, yeah, he's with Reese Cross America. And I called him and told him I had my authority. I was ready to go. And him and the team, his wife, Sarah, hooked me up with a load for Boer National Cemetery. And that was our first load of that year. And that's how my involvement with Reese started. So you're integrated with them from the very get-go. Right from day one. Yeah. Quite literally day one. It's been a wild ride. I've met some great people through Reese. The company has grown. We've grown from, we had two trucks when I started. We have, we're operating 20 trucks right now or 22 trucks now. So it's a 
we've grown a, a lot. Uh, we've learned a lot and we can, it's great because as we grow, we can offer more to REITs. And that's what we've been doing each year. We grow a little bit each year. Now, I know you don't join an organization like REITs across America just so you can make contacts and get business. But do you end up making contacts and getting some business? Oh, absolutely. Because if you find, you go and I travel a lot to trade shows. I always wear, I, this is like my signature hat. I, I only wear these hats. I don't even have a brown dog hat. It says Reese across, across America. America. Yeah. And I'll wear it to trade shows. I wear it everywhere as I go. You get talking to somebody and they love Reese across America and what it is. And then, so you already have a bond building There's that relationship. There's shared values. Yeah, you have shared values. You're building a bond. You're building that relationship based on the good deeds of Reese Cross America and how now you're both into something. And yes, you can certainly utilize the Reese name and it because people love it. And if you're doing good by the organization, you're doing your best and you're, you are a true part of it and you might as well get other people that are involved in it or get or meet people and get them involved in it. And that also builds relationships. Like it works, it works in a big circle of yeah, that's a, whatever they call circular good that just keeps happening. And again, I think people who join an organization like that for the wrong reasons, oh, I'm going to grow my business. Uh, you'll probably get bored. It's not going to, there's not going to be immediate um, results that way, but it's never a bad thing to get involved. And again, this is one more reason to get involved. You're going to feel good about it. Your drivers are participate are going to love it. And you're doing something that makes the whole trucking, you're raising our profile People forget about trucking. During the pandemic, people were like, oh my God, truck drivers are heroes. They're heroes all the other years too. Yeah, they've been heroes for years. And Yeah, and they get forgotten. This is raising our industry, but it can also raise your own company profile where you, you mentioned some big companies earlier on. It's not a bad deal to be having a hot dog and uh, uh, lo loading your truck talking to guys who you could potentially move loads for. So there's going to be business opportunities that come from this. And by the way, thank God there is. Again, these are people want to work with people with shared values. I mentioned earlier, truck drivers want to work for companies that are working with wreaths across America. Again, it's shared values. To talk to the guys over at Ruan Trucking, Blake Romas, he's chief safety officer. He said, we're never the lowest price on stuff. And we tell people, we are never the lowest price, but we are the safest and we are always have the latest equipment. We also pay our drivers well, and we do the scheduled maintenance. We do everything right. Are we going to be the cheapest? No, if you're doing everything right, you're probably not going to be the cheapest in this business. That's 100% correct. And we follow that same model. Yeah. And if you're always looking for the lowest price, you are going to, by the way, I, I, was, I worked as a, at a 3PL and I remember winning some business one time. And I was thinking, why am I so much lower than everybody else? That's because we didn't understand the lane very well. And then we had to get a trucker who wasn't normally with us. They had an old truck. It broke down a few times and they were moving something that was viewed by the FBI as potentially something that could be stolen. And I had to talk to the FBI about why our truck was late. <laughs> and I was thinking, and, and I remember calling the guy and saying, we're not going to work with you anymore because I don't want to, I don't want to participate on something that gets me a call from the FBI. Yet I had to win it with the lowest price. It's a nonsense way to live. Absolutely. And that we don't, I, my price is my price and there's a reason for my price. You want safety, service, and knowing you're free to secure, then great. Here's the price. Don't 
have it with me. I'm not going to have it. You want to work with us? Great. And some people won't do that. They'll take the bait and go lower. But if you really want your freight moved and moved well, then just sometimes you're going to bite the bullet and have the good guys. That's the hard part of this business. And I think all of us have been around a while have learned, I can't work with that guy. I would love it if I could get all those lanes, but he is never going to look at me as a long-term partner. He's going to look and say, the next guy walks in and saves me 50 bucks, Joe and Greg are, are out. And, and I want that. I, I say it all the time, whether it's you picking a broker or a 3PL or a warehouse or a tech partner or a trucking company, you're not dating, you're not engaged, you're married. Marry that partner. And that means you got to vet them, spend some time to get to know them. And I don't think we do a good enough job. And we retire before we hit record that whole idea of freight fraud and double brokering doesn't happen when you have long-term relationships. It happens when you are looking to save 50 bucks on the next lane. Sorry, I don't want to victim blame the shippers or the brokers who got tricked into that. It's, I don't, again, it's not justifying that theft, but it happens because of an attitude that we brought to the game. Yeah. And that's the sad part with some of the industry and that's the big guys in the industry. And uh, a lot of us, there's a lot of people involved with the ATA or the TCA and all these other organizations that are trying to combat some of that. And if you're a part of these organizations that you're running at the top levels of your game and you're wanting to learn more. So I'm there. I learned so much from different organizations, whether it's wreaths, which is a great resource of meeting people from other large companies. Then the TCA and the AT, I've met some amazing people at these things. And a lot of the people that I met are also hauling for Reefs Across America. So again, that big circle, I'm on the image and communications committee for the Truckload Carriers Association. One of our things is Reefs Across America. So again, that circle just keeps going around and around. And to learn as a young carrier, we're only seven years old, to learn as a carrier how to better our operations by maybe taking a note out of the playbook of another trucking company, which I'll probably admit that I've followed along on a friend's safety plan because I needed a couple key notes. And I called him up and told him, and he said, that's great. Love it. And But that's what it's all about in our industry. And the guys that help each other out will succeed because they're not stuck in their little bubble thinking that they're God's gift to trucking. We can all stay humble and know that we're here for a reason. We can do good. We can do good by Reefs Across America. We can do good by other organizations in our own hometowns, which a lot of us bring Reefs Across America to our hometowns like I did. I had the mobile education exhibit from Reefs Across America here that we opened up at the, our Biddeford Middle School in the Intermediate School. We had 570 students on Monday and Tuesday of this week come through and learn about the mission of Reefs Across America. Um, and that was done by myself and two other volunteers that decided, you know, what, what else we got going on? The unit was down in my parking lot for full-time guys to take the holiday break. And I said, why not use it? So it, off it went. I called the, the appropriate folks and got some volunteers together. And off we went and spread the word of the mission. And that's a mobile unit. What is in that mobile unit? And what is it? A big, like an RV type thing? What is it? Yeah. So it's a 40, it's about 40 foot, 45 foot trailer. And you come into the back of it and there's a lot of placard saying, saying what Reese Across America gives you the history of Reese Across America, timelines, how many truckloads we have, corporate sponsors, all, all kinds of different things, information. And the, the way we were running it, and I know everyone has their own way to run it. And Fred, regular 
Reese Across America volunteer. He he has a whole big thing. He talks about 10, 12 minutes or so of about veterans and the cost, the cost of our freedom and all of that. And I was in the front where there's a little movie theater, 20, 20 or so seats. And I bring that group in there and I'll talk to them. I'm a trucking guy. I'm like, I tell the kids I'm a trucking nerd and it's all I know. So I give them the stats about the trucking industry and what we do as an industry for Reese Across America and how do all those 675 truckloads go across the country and across the world and in some cases, how do we move all those wreaths from Northern Maine out into the out everywhere? And then play the movie, which is eight minutes of Hold Your Tears Back and very informative what wreaths across America is all about and what each wreath symbolizes. Miles Worcester does a whole thing uh, with his grandfather's making the wreath and Miles is narrating what each bouquet on that wreath means. And that really resonates with the kids because Miles, when he did it, uh, he was fairly young. Uh, when he recorded that, it's absolutely perfect for that age group of kids. And I think anybody, but we had a great time operating that unit. And it's just another one of those things you can do for your community that I have the honor of being able to do just with my involvement with Reese Across America. And I'm not alone in it when I say we want to teach anybody we can. I'll swing from the rafters and tell anyone who wants to hear. So if we can do whatever we can in our own communities nationwide, just to Talk about the mission and why is it important. That's all good. And the mission over at Reese Cross America is three things. I'm going to botch the order, but is it remember, honor, teach? Yeah, good job. And you got them in order. So there you go. All right. And and we again, we don't do enough of that. I think it's it's reminds me, my parents grew up during World War. They remember World War II. They were young, but they remembered it. Uh, they lived through Korea. The, they lived through Vietnam. I was a small little kid at when Vietnam was going on. They lived through these wars, and I think there's a, a a sense of how it works. We lost lots of family members, lots of friends. And my mom dad would even say, hey, we lost so-and-so, we lost so-and-so. We don't really have that as much today. There's The, the conflicts we're in are awful, obviously. There are people still dying in these, but it's not the same mass number. World War II was a thing everybody could get behind. Vietnam was polarizing. And even the Middle Eastern conflict, you'll have people criticize, do we belong there? The soldiers didn't have a choice whether when they joined, they didn't have a choice whether they went to fight in the Middle East. That was what they were commanded to do. They deserve all of the respect we can give them. And to honor all of the veterans who came before us, I think it's just so important. And again, it's it's also, it's honoring their loved ones and it's, it's honoring the communities that they're from. Absolutely. Anyway, enough of my blather. I'm going to put a link to the Brown Dog Trucking. I'll put a, whatever links you give me, I'll put in the show notes. I will also put a link to your LinkedIn profile so people will reach right out and talk to you, Greg. We'll also get some links from Race Across America. And again, can't state this enough. This organization, this charity depends on volunteers from truck drivers, truck driving, the truckers, whatever you want to say, the companies and the drivers. We need their help. That's the only thing that keeps this thing going. And and again, I think if you're a company, this is a great way to do something great for your drivers. Yeah, it's a great thing for the industry and your drivers. And it also takes everybody in the community. For example, we'll utilize our public works department, our fire department, our police department, the mayor's office. We utilize it. so many different people that get behind this project. So 
the trucking industry does play a huge part in it, but it's everybody plays a part. There it goes again. It's one of those one of those things that's bigger than oneself by all means, and it's it's just a huge event, a huge undertaking. And it takes all types, and it's really great to get so many different groups involved. Whether it's the Boy Scouts are involved, the Girl Scouts, it doesn't matter who. It it is great that so many groups get together in industries. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Greg, I know you're busy this time of year. Thank you so much for taking the time. Again, I'll put all those links in the show notes so people can reach out and talk to you and also talk to Wreaths Across America. We need your help. So thank you so much for taking the time and thank you for doing all of this. Again, I really appreciate that. It's a, a wonderful thing you and your company are doing. It's an honor every year to be a part of it and we love it. I don't foresee us ever not being a part of it while I'm around anyways. And we love it and we're honored to be a part of it. Happy to do whatever we can for the mission of Reese Across America. Thank you so much. Very welcome. Thank you. And thank all of you for listening to my podcast. Your support's very much appreciated. Until next time, onward and upward. You have been listening to the Logistics of Logistics podcast, where we engage with leaders in the logistics and supply chain community. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, hit the like button, and leave us a nice review on Apple or Spotify or wherever else you listen. Also, please check out our videos on YouTube and connect with us on LinkedIn. We're very big on LinkedIn. And you can also reach us on the logisticsoflogistics.com, our website.